Uh, it's Richard uh, doing DT for Thursday, February 25th on 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 to 15. Um, Apostle Paul uh, gives this list of what people will be like in the last days. And typically I would look at this and see uh, ways that I would identify myself with this list of characteristics of godless people. But um, because we're looking at it from the perspective of the theme of fight, um, I'm looking at it in a different way. Um, Apostle Paul says in the last days there will come times of difficulty. He makes it very clear that this will be a difficult time because we have to face these kinds of people, people who are lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, and so on. When we look at this list, he used it to describe the last days. <clears throat> it's not too difficult um, to see from our perspective. Just looking at the news, we do see that people are lovers of self. We're a narcissistic culture of people just full of um, trying to make ourselves look good on social media. We're unappeasable. We, uh, we live in a Yelp culture where uh, everyone wants to um, criticize everything and never be happy. And so I look at this list and so much of it matches up with what I see in the news. And it's not just the celebrities or the politicians or the pro athletes that are like this. It's ordinary people, people who are betraying their company, uh, betraying their country and storming the capital. It's ordinary people who are abusing their authority and killing innocent people. We live in a culture where people are concerned about themselves and not others. And we can tell that just by looking at the controversy about mask wearing. Not only are these people, are the people we are called to love with the gospel, but these are the people we are surrounded by. And that's what makes difficult uh, ministry so difficult. It's not so much that our students oppose us, but in our, uh, but in our context, it's actually people like professors, administrators, parents. In fact, it's our parents, coworkers, relatives even neighbors that can give us difficulty when we live out the lives of obedience to God's calling. These ordinary people are the ones who will, um, who will very well cause the persecution that Paul is talking about. Paul makes it very clear that all who desire to live a godly life will be persecuted. Persecution should be expected. Friction with others because of different perspectives should be expected. We live in a spiritual battle and this persecution is one of its manifestations. But persecution does not need to be received as, uh, as like a victim or even as some kind of punishment that, that's given upon us. Rather, it helps us to know why people will persecute us. Much of persecution is rooted in fear. Fear of exclusion, fear of discomfort, fear of the unknown. Why did the metal workers of Ephesus persecute Paul in Acts chapter 19? It's because they felt threatened and they were because they were going to lose their business. In the same way, our relatives may persecute us, not because they're angry, but because they feel they might feel neglected or that their picture of what family should look like is getting disrupted. When we get persecuted by family, it's especially sharp and painful because these are the people that we love deeply. But as Paul says, anyone who wants to live a godly life will be persecuted and persecution by our family is no exception. As 400 people get ready to tell their families that they will be getting ready to move to strange places like New Haven, Connecticut, and Amherst, Massachusetts, or Rhode Island, 
there will be inevitably be some responses of fear and there will be persecution. What can we do? As we anticipate their response, we can affirm our love and care for them, affirm their importance to us in our lives, look for ways to express our love and care, thereby and thereby soften the blow and dull the sting. We need to not only love students, but we must love those who have spent so much of their lives caring for us. Of course, we can only do so much, but as much as we can do, we should do, so that our emotional and mental bandwidth can be freed up to love students and not be weighed down by guilt and voices of shame. It's not easy, and anybody who wants to live that godly life will experience persecution. Paul is right. He's so right when he makes this clear. In these last days, there will come times of difficulty. It is in these times we must stay the course. Verse verse 14 says, But as for you, continue in what you have learned. Like a soldier climbing that last hill in the battle, or like a marathon runner climbing that last hill in a race, we need to push forward, pains and wounds and all, and practice what we have learned from our leaders, giving those Bible, Bible studies, meeting with those students, passing out those flyers, going out to those campuses. We must remember from whom we learn these things, our leaders, and consider the outcome of the way of life and imitate their faith. This would be how we can honor God and do his will despite any difficulty.